Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is Q&A, Q&A number five, which means that we have put out 50 fucking, well, this will be 50 <laughs> episodes of this idiocy <laughs> that we call a podcast. Okay, can I say something? As I was saying the intro, uh-huh. do you remember how on the first few episodes it took us like eight tries to do an intro? Yeah. But also now if we fuck up, we're like, well, that's that. <laughs> yeah, but we were taking it so seriously. Yeah. And I think... I actually have the recording of me, and it was like the first half an hour of us just trying to do the intro. And we were like, no, no, you're supposed to say it like this. No, no, no. But we also like like couldn't, like, we couldn't even like carry on a conversation because we were like nervous and laughing. And like, we didn't understand like how to (laughs) like banter. Like, I didn't understand that I should just talk over you. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. But now I know. Yeah. (laughs) 50 minutes. Can I open my mouth? Fifty episodes is fucking incredible. Fifty of anything is like a lot. Like it's almost too many, isn't it? Like fifty people is like a lot of people. Way too many people. Yeah. So fifty episodes. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I was looking the other day, um, and to see how many videos I'd ever uploaded on YouTube. Yeah. And I think I've uploaded like 43 videos on YouTube and I've been doing that way longer than this totally. podcast. Well, I mean, you have to like edit and like a full... I think the biggest thing is this accountability of someone else holding me to it. Oh, yeah. Because with YouTube, it's so easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, I'll film one and put it up this week. And then like the week kind of gets away from me or like I film it, but then I don't have time to edit it. And then all of a sudden, three weeks later, I'm like, oh, I never put up a YouTube video for the last month. Right. And then I get one up because I'm just like... That's just, like, my personality, too. Like, I'm such a procrastinator that I'm always trying to, like, do the most, like, the thing that I need to do right away. So I, like, put things in priority of, like, what is urgent. You don't have me, like, yelling at you. (laughs) And you're like, I can't come. And I'm like, Brianne Williamson. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas, like, yeah, when I have someone else that's, like, doing it, too, I'm like, okay, I have my weekly podcast that I have to get to. And, yes, we've missed some weeks. But... All things considered. 50. 50 episodes. Yeah. Like, I mean, if someone's just joining right now, they have 50 episodes like, to listen to. Have fun. That's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I wrote on my um, uh, Twitter today about my podcast, and a couple of people responded and were like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, you're like oh, oh, shit. You I'm got so content sorry. For, <laughs> for months. <laughs> Literally. Like, you can listen to an episode every day and have, like, over a month. Yeah. Of almost two months. Of almost content. two months, yeah. That's insane. Crazy. So if you have been listening for 50 episodes, oh first of all, sorry. <laughs> Second of all, like, thank you. Oh, yeah. Because we're just like two idiots in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honestly, though, if you have um, been listening for whatever amount of time, I would love if you went on to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and comment on a recent photo. We'll put up a photo for the 50th episode. Absolutely. And um, and you can let us know how long you've been listening for and or how many episodes you've listened to. Yeah. Because there's probably like, there's probably people that have just started and then they've just listened to the recent ones, which I would suggest going back and listening to some. Because- yeah, you really have to get the, the, the terrible audio of the first like 35 <laughs> to really appreciate yes. the other 50. Appreciate where we come from. Well, I think the other thing is, is that... Um, um, oh. Okay, sorry, this is the creepiest email I've ever received. <laughs> 
What? what? Okay, sorry. I need to I need to just take a minute from this. You can tell that episode. we're very serious because Brie checks her fucking emails while we're no, podcasting. No, an email just popped up, and all I th- saw was "We are watching you," and it says, "Hi, stranger. I hacked your device because I sent you this message from your account. If you have already changed your password, and then I can't see the rest, so that's fun. They're watching us, Sean. Well, sorry as well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do think you should go back and listen to previous uh, episodes because not only do we put a lot of time obviously into this podcast and covering a lot of grounds but I've noticed a lot of um, new listeners requesting episodes that we've already put out right they're like oh can you talk about xyz and I'm like oh yeah we did Probably 12 times already. Also, if you know that the episode already exists, that's saying that's a lot. Because literally, Brie will be like, we should do an Allies episode. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe if you uh, listen to our fucking podcast or were present for like five minutes, you would know. Oh, we have one. <laughs> so take your own advice and go back and listen to those. Also, I feel like there's some through jokes that we make that are references of previous episodes. Yeah. Just, also, just we're so annoying because we repeat ourselves so much. Absolutely. So. I'm like, I have five stories. I'm going to tell them every episode. <laughs> My quotes, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we'll get one. <laughs> it's episode 50. It's just 50 episodes, uh, 50 quotes from Bree. Bree's quotes. <laughs> it's all just the one quote because we already know it. It's over. Yeah. And over. Every time I think it's profound. It's not. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so as always for our um what do you call it? Ten episodes? Yeah. Like, every tenth every episode. Tenth episode. <laughs> That's a human way to say it. Like, what's the one after nine? <laughs> every tenth episode we do a QA um where you all can directly ask us questions both about the podcast itself and us that maybe we're not answering um, on any given episode. So we ask on all our social media platforms, um, which we would love if you went and followed and checked them out. You can follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod, and personally at Sean.Lusk on Instagram and at Brian Williamson on Instagram. And you can contact us anywhere. And then uh, when the 10th episodes come up, we'll answer your questions. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm going to kick this off. Okay, I'm nervous. I just looked at one that someone just asked, have you been? Oh, God, that is <laughs> Honestly, too deep for this episode. Yeah. Like, for real? Like, I think that you probably meant that as a joke, but really, that would yeah, take I'm hours. Like, existential crisis? Let's do this. <laughs> okay, I think this is a good one to start with. Okay. Kayla asks... Has doing the podcast influenced the way you view your own role within the community, and has it changed it? Um, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, it's hard because, like, my role in the community, like, I'm still a fucking, like, white cis bitch. Yeah. So, like, has <laughs> it changed my role? No. Right. But I, um... After hearing from people in the community that have Mm -hmm. listened to the podcast, like, it's nice to know that, like, being kind of outspoken just in general is Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. (laughs) And that there are, like, a lot of uh, commonalities that we have with other members of the spectrum, if you will. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just kind of opened my eyes that, like the more you talk about things, the better off you are. And mm-hmm. that, like, there's so many walls that we have built up, even within the community, mm-hmm. that are so fucking stupid. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about that. There you go. <laughs> I think when I started this podcast, I was excited about it 
first because obviously I like hanging out with you as much as I fucking hate to say it. Shit. Uh, <laughs> and Wish I could say the same. <laughs> I thought it would be fun and a laugh and honestly, which is like, I guess pretty <laughs> ridiculous and like if anyone's listening, they'd think this is like insane to think. I didn't really think about people listening. I was more thinking about like, we're doing a podcast. I forgot there's an other end to right, that. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> my mindset was always like, it's me and Sean in a room with this mic and I kind of forgot it goes out into the world. Um, and I think that's because in general, if you listen to my our early episodes, you know that podcasts in general were new to me. Yeah. Um, she hadn't heard one. That's what yeah, she's I trying to hint I at. I literally hadn't heard one, so I just didn't realize there was like people I was that like, listened to I was like, we should do a podcast. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but okay. Um, so I think for me, it started as something that I thought was going to be fun and also... I realized in the first few episodes that it was therapeutic for myself to talk through these things because I've said it before... These are not conversations that typically you would have just with a friend if you went for a drink at a restaurant or if you, you know, just went over to their place to watch a show. You're not like, okay, that's done. So tell me your story of coming out. You know, they're not things that you get in depth and usually have a sit down hour long conversation about a specific topic with a friend. And that was very therapeutic for me. And then as it's gone on, um, I think it's been super rewarding to see people both inside and outside of the community reaching out and realizing that not only is it therapeutic for us, it's therapeutic for people to listen because there's something that's there's like a power in in being able to relate to somebody's experience and finding connections of your own. And I kind of forgot about that because I have that with other creators that I'm like, oh, wow, that helped me watching that. But I kind of forgot that, you know, by us talking for an hour, people are listening and maybe finding a way to get through their own shit um, or feel more included in the community itself. So I think, has it changed my role within the community? No, but it's made me, I feel... I feel like there's a certain reward that comes with doing this that I wasn't expecting, which is feeling like in some small way, I'm allowing other people to be able to be more themselves. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a very valid point. I also weirdly like it's made me more comfortable to have conversations like this with other people that aren't you. Yeah. And weirdly enough, it's also like this is nothing to do with being. I guess it all has to do with being gay. (laughs) That's what we're here for. Um It's made me weirdly comfortable with talking, just in general, because Mm -hmm. I have to hear my voice Mm -hmm. every fucking week, Mm -hmm. and I used to hate it, Yeah, because I also am not an intelligent speaker, like I say (laughs) like so often, and like things like that, I've just like gotten so, you can see right there, (laughs) I've just gotten so comfortable with talking now. Yeah. I think it brings a certain level of confidence because it's like anything. If you, you know, train every day to run a marathon, there's something about sitting and being able to articulate your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) If you train every day for a marathon, there's really something about sitting. (laughs) And I was like, I don't think that's... You know, then you get to sit and and not be training for a marathon, and it's great. No, the fact that we're literally like learning how to be vulnerable and talk about these subjects and voice our opinions and articulate our thoughts is rewarding within itself. And hopefully, in a small way, we're inspiring other people to be able to talk to their friends about stuff because, you know, not being able to be vulnerable and connecting to other people, but these things can be really lonely. Yeah. So hopefully listening makes you feel less lonely, but hopefully it also 
promotes other people going out and actually having more in-depth conversations with their friends and family, right? Yeah. Okay, so next question. That was a great question. That was really good. Love that. Okay. JT says, this is a cue for you both. Um, Talk about what you once thought was the perfect partner. Traits, looks, etc. And has that changed? Well... I once thought my perfect partner was a woman, so has it changed? Surely. <laughs> that is the T. Same. Like, I, like I used opposite. to, when I was younger, I used to, like, visualize, like, my perfect, like, wife. But then I also was like, what if she was a dude, though? <laughs> but what if also she wasn't a wife, yeah. but a husband? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, that was pro- like, actually though, yeah. like I always thought that I had like a type with women yeah. and it, it, that I was pranking myself. Yeah. Prank. That was a subtle prank. Um, but now, um, I don't know. I feel like this is such an exhausting answer, but physically I don't really gravitate to a specific person. Right. Um, or a specific type, which is like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what all exhausting people say when this question happens. <laughs> but literally, my perfect partner is like, um, like it's, at this point, it's just like easy things. I'm like, not a psychopath, not a psychopath, <laughs> not a sociopath. Um, um, th- <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's check, Incredible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I value, um, just characteristics. Yeah. Like honesty, like mm-hmm. integrity, things like that. So yeah. that is like, I know that's a stupid answer because people want like the fucking tea about yeah. what I want, like my hot boyfriend to look like. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like I'm just attracted to like very truthful people. Yep. Honest. I guess that's the same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Truth and honesty. Truth. And and then if they're truthful, it's usually helpful too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and people that speak the truth. <laughs> and for a little bonus, the truth. Yeah, the truth. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that um, in in my older years here. Very older, older years. I think that my outlook on what a good partner is has more to do with how our paths correlate. Mm-hmm. And that's somewhere I got through therapy. Like, I used to try and find someone just because I was I thought they were hot physically or like they made me like all giddy emotionally like the whole like lust vibes and like who made me the most excited and who was like keeping me on the edge of my seat and all these things yep. and now it's much more like who makes me feel comfortable like you said who can you trust and also do they want the same things out of life because I think when you're younger you don't have to think about that because Absolutely not. in high school or even for me in college it was it was never a thought oh am I going to marry this person I was still at the age where it was just fun to date and get to know who I was, too. And I never thought, like, okay, well, does this person want kids? Does this person want, uh, you know, to travel a lot? Or are they a person that wants to stay at home? How does this person like to spend their money? Like, all those things that, like, as an adult, you start realizing are very important in a relationship. Yeah. And if you aren't on the same page about them, then sometimes love isn't enough. I hate to say it. Right? So that's very important to me. Um... Also, some things that have surprised me, I think, like, when you first sit down and you write, like, a list, 
I didn't mean that actually. Like I never actually wrote a Brings list. Brings out your list. <laughs> <laughs> but you realize very quickly that like there's not every situation. Like there's not going to be a perfect situ- situation. Yeah. Like there's going to be things. Um, I remember saying when I was younger, I will never date someone who's not out. Right. And ironically, I said that after I came out, after I had already dated people while not being out. But I think going through that process... Like, but now... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think going through my process myself, I was like, that was fucking exhausting. Now I'm on the other side, so I'm never going to date someone who's not out. And, you know, that might be a fair thing for some people. Maybe they they don't want to deal with that, and that's totally fine. But, you know, in my in my current relationship, we had to deal with my girlfriend not being out and that was something that before i met her i was like absolutely not and i think that that's just one example of you realize that you have to be able to work through things with people in life like and the biggest thing to me is now not what situation are they in or how are they but are they willing to work with me how are they at communication yeah how are they they a team player bitch yeah are they a team player because um, you know, life's not going to be perfect and things are going to come up. And how are they? Or yeah. come out. <laughs> or come out. <laughs> yeah, or hopefully come out. Um, but yeah, so I think that um, my priorities on my list have changed yeah. from things that are more like surface level to like how do people actually handle bad situations because life's always going to have them. I also think that when I was younger, I would say that I thought that I had a, a defined type, even physically. Right. And the people that I dated weren't right for me. And even when I broke it down into, like, I want them to, like, have a steady job. Like, all these Mm -hmm. things that I thought were more important. I wasn't happy in those relationships. And I would also say that the person that I've dated that was physically, at that time, what I would have described as like farthest away from my type out of all of my exes, I had the strongest relationship with. Right. So it's like... That is all garbage. Yeah, it's all just surface <laughs> yeah. level stuff. It's like, how do you handle life together? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Good question. Sorry for like a bullshit answer. But... <laughs> I know it's so funny. Certain questions. I'm like, you they can must tell. be six two and a half. <laughs> the half is very important. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Their eyes must be hazel, not brown, not green. Hazel. <laughs> okay. Sarah asked. What are both of your favorite podcast memories? Oh, that's a good question, too. Mm-hmm. Well, Brittany doesn't remember <laughs> anything about this podcast. So. <laughs> no, like, literally every time I'm like, I have this incredible idea. Yeah. <laughs> we'll a start podcast. a podcast. <laughs> a podcast. Should yeah. we do it? And maybe we can talk about, like, gay things yeah. and explain them. It's like 50 first dates. That's how I feel doing a podcast <laughs> with you. You are Drew Barrymore, and I am Adam Sandler. <laughs> I have to sit you down and be like, look, Brie, we did these before. <laughs> Fuck. Um, what's yours? What's my favorite memory? I don't know. I think just like this is gonna sound so cheesy and I hate saying shit like this, so it's even like fucking uncomfortable for it to go on about. But getting to know you. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but it's true because like it, and that's not a specific memory. Yeah. But I do feel like it almost like fast tracked our friendship because we're talking about deeper shit. Absolutely. Like there's like if I just knew you for a year and a half, it would not be You wouldn't know how insane I am. <laughs> I wouldn't be running for the hills. Um, so I really think that that's like, and just like we, we fucking laugh so much. Like I really look forward to recording because even if it's like a day that it's like, oh God, do I really feel like sitting down? 
every time I leave, I'm like, that was fun. Yeah, like absolutely. It's like endorphins. Like we're always like laughing, and it's genuinely like, uh, it is like therapeutic. Not just because we're talking about stuff, but because it's like we always keep it lighthearted and it's funny. And I don't know if there's like a specific thing. It's just like I always like. There's times where I'm sitting here and I'm crying. With yeah, laughter. like I've actually like cried tears. <laughs> I think about like sadness and also, and also like, happiness in this closet. <laughs> yeah, really got the full ride. <laughs> I definitely would agree. I think like a few of my like highlights were like <laughs> when we did this. I think it was sex part two. Yeah, and I think it's like the hardest I've laughed in this podcast. <laughs> like we were just like I don't know what the fuck we were smoking that yeah, day, no, I totally but we just like it was like every filter was missing like somebody should have found it but it was missing yeah and we were like just like so inappropriate and hilarious and that's like definitely one of my faves i think and weirdly enough like i think the mental health one was like Mm -hmm. also not in like a happy way (laughs) but that was like a therapeutic episode and i think we got like a lot of positive feedback from it so that was like nice in that way Mm -hmm. yeah if you haven't heard those two episodes i'd say those are some of my favorites for that exact reason because they're so polar opposite like mental health was obviously serious and one's like i have severe depression (laughs) the other one's like dicks (laughs) but like that episode was so funny so sex part two if you you can go back and listen to that um and keep your keep your ears open for sex part three because bitch you know it's coming coming hot and heavy (laughs) but you know with my memory i would have to listen to the first two which you won't because you don't know we have a podcast <laughs> with that said if you go back and listen wherever you're listening on um soundcloud or um <laughs> itunes apple podcast i even forgot where where podcast is honestly it's everywhere you can pretty much listen to it on yeah. every podcast platform if you type in i can explain podcasts yeah. into google there are like so many 70 options. ways to, like things that i didn't even sign us up for <laughs> yeah, like here's the podcast <laughs> So wherever you're listening, please follow or subscribe. And if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating. Only if it's five stars. Only five stars. <laughs> and write us a little note. It really makes our day. Um, and yeah, we'll continue on with the episode. I just wanted to say that because it really does help us out. And um, the other thing you can do is tell all your friends. Perfect. Thank you. Tell your friends. Okay. I'm going to flip this question. This wasn't asked, but what's your least favorite memory? Oh, God. I have mine immediately. Okay. The night we recorded two podcasts. Oh, that's one that's like, even like, um, it's not a podcast moment because it was never broadcast. The ones that they were deleted. <laughs> yeah. That was a low. That yeah. was a low, that's even not even for the podcast. That was a low this. of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's actually been like, I'd say three occasions yeah. where this night in particular was two episodes. So it was like the worst of the worst. Um, but there's been three occasions, separate occasions, where Sean and I, you know, have taken time out of our week, met up, got it all set up, recorded. Like, you have to remember also, it's not like a YouTube video where you can sit there for 20 minutes and, like, it's quick. It's, we sit here for a fucking hour. Yeah. So if you're recording two podcasts, it's two hours of talking. With Brie. Do you- <laughs> Keep this all in mind. Just for perspective. Honestly, it's exhausting. People don't realize how, how exhausting it is to talk talk about a deep issue or even a light issue, but just like constantly being thought about what you're saying for hours long. So then you're done and you're like, oh, those were so great. Yes. And then the fucking computer crashes and you're like, oh, there's two hours 
plus of our life where we put all this effort in and time in and thought in and plus you're excited because you think they're good episodes yeah we're like we slayed these honey <laughs> funniest <laughs> yeah. episode of all podcasts we're like we're gonna get time. an Emmy <laughs> this isn't even a TV show bitch we're getting an Emmy <laughs> getting... maybe a Tony <laughs> who knows <laughs> Oscar best original soundtrack. <laughs> Honestly, though, mine piggybacks off of that. Okay. <clears throat> and I understand what you're saying about all these issues. I mm. definitely do. But mine, you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> My least favorite podcast memory is Bree's MacBook from 10 years ago. <laughs> Because that is the sole reason for those missing episodes, which is now why we use mine. And guess what? Haven't lost one since. Knock on wood. We'd be on episode 55 by now, I'm just saying. We'd be on like 72, <laughs> just because like we didn't record sometimes because I was so disgusted that I'd have to see that thing. <laughs> so for those that don't know, I have a MacBook Air that is literally, I think it might be 12 years old now. It was, it's like one it's like of the, grade, it's, it's in grade seven. <laughs> like... <laughs> And it like it's struggle city for that thing. It's just trucking along. So we switched to Sean's now. Life's a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a fun memory for me either. But I wasn't ready to do anything. There's about like, it. and also relating to that, there's like behind the scenes. I think it's on our Instagram page. I posted it where every single time Brie would come over to my apartment, she would have to spend time deleting. Things she literally couldn't even have like one YouTube video because it was too much. So she would delete everything or she'd like drag it onto a hard drive and I would just sit there being like, Am I in 2019? And wait for me to clear my entire laptop. And then re-download um GarageBand. I had to I had to delete GarageBand every Every time time and re-download it every time because it took up too much space on my laptop. Yeah. Wow, fun times. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us go now with this high tech. Absolutely. A working laptop, who knew? Ooh, crazy. <laughs> Wild. Okay. Next question. This is a good one. I like this one. Jim asked, do you have an end game for the podcast or just record until it's not fun anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we would have stopped recording already. (laughs) (laughs) I would have stopped episode 12. Yeah. I'm over this. Um, That is a good question. That is a great question. Honestly, I feel like I'm going to speak for both of us. I feel like we're too... Like, much of spazzes to Mm. think that far in advance. Totally, yeah. And... I don't know. Like, it's going well. We're, like, getting good listeners. We're getting good feedback. It's still, like, so much fun. If it starts to get to the point that, like, when we meet up, I'm not, like, excited. Well, (laughs) I was going to say excited to see you, but I was like... "Mm -hmm." That's never (laughs) the case. (laughs) But you know what I mean. If it gets to the point that I'm, like, fuck this bitch Mm -hmm. more than usual, Mm -hmm. then I I think we... But I also feel like we would mutually understand that. Yeah, totally. Like, I think we're both very communicative and, like, don't think take things personally so with on that note i'd like to say thank you for our last episode (laughs) (laughs) goodbye oh yeah i was feeling it too that's funny you said that (laughs) no but i do think that like neither of us would be offended and like would probably because both of us are very in tune to other people's emotions would kind of get that the other person's kind of over it too um and if not would just straight up suddenly we're getting like five listens yeah i'd be like okay maybe it's time you know what like if it's like getting to the point where it feels like work or is exhausting um or yeah, we're not excited about it. 
I think the reality is is that people that are listening are going to be able to tell that too, and then no one's going to want to fucking listen. Absolutely, it's just like miserable bitches sitting here, which it already is. Yeah. Tenfold. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, yeah. We should change the name of our podcast. Miserable <laughs> bitches in hot closet. <laughs> so for me, at least right now, it's not even a thought. Yeah. Um, maybe like we'll wrap it up like episode a thousand. Me, I was thinking like ten thousand. Yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think another question that I got asked on Twitter was. How do you keep coming up with things to talk about? And like, well, brief forgets. That we've talked <laughs> it's about easier anything. when you don't know what you've talked about before because you just keep saying the same thing. Yeah, but um, it kind of ties into like when would you end? Because I think there's certain podcast topics, um, where maybe they're so niche that it's like okay episode 50 I've talked about everything to do with growing radishes yeah they're out of the ground I've harvested them I've eaten them it's done the radishes are done guys but I think just the like rad radishes has to be cancelled rad radishes rad ishes I hate this I can keep going. <laughs> um, but I think that just the nature itself of our podcast is that as we record, t- like things come up and they remind us of topics we maybe haven't talked about or, you know, the world changes. And, Absolutely. And um, soon know. it's going to be like being gay in the apocalypse. <laughs> It's also like, yeah. I have a running list in my phone. My friends are like, oh, you should talk about this. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be talking to somebody and I'm like, oh, I should talk to Brie about this because yeah. it's going to be more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing is that we haven't even gotten close, I feel, to being like out of topics because we always have multiple options. Yeah. Um, and then I also love the challenge uh-huh. of talking about dumber things. <laughs> How can we make yeah. something? I'm like, gay laundry. Is it fun? Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So yeah, I think that there's lots more that we want to talk about. We're solving a lot of fun. People are seeing seeming to enjoy it more and more. We're getting more and more listens. Um, I'm sure a big part of that is thanks to all of you who are sharing this with your friends and family and helping us share it on social media. I've seen such an increase of people um, sharing that they're listening on their stories on Instagram and tagging um, both us personally and the at I Can Explain podcast, which we always share and love seeing that. Um, and I've seen just in the last couple of months that increasing a lot. Yeah. Which, don't get us wrong, even if, like, you know, 100 people listened and that was it, that's great. 100 people, we appreciate that. But it does help us out and it gives us more fuel when it's like, oh, people are digging what we're doing. Yeah. Like, enough that they want to share that with their friends. I think that's fucking epic. So, um, yeah, I think that there's, we're growing. We're in this growth stage right now. So people are clearly wanting it. And uh, there's lots of things I still want to talk about. So I don't and see it anymore. I also think. Uh, one of the exciting things about growth and just having kind of this like backing of mm-hmm. 50 fucking episodes yeah. now is that like we can talk to guests that actually want to do a podcast with us. So and like for true. me, I'm excited to get guests, more guests on here mm-hmm. because like I want other people to be able to tell their stories mm-hmm. and I want us to be able to hear and like recognize other parts of the community because totally. I think that's like so important. And obviously, we're st- like two white fucking dumb bitches yeah. so that's we, yeah. that's other working name for a podcast <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but 
actually Did you like to change it? <laughs> another question on okay. my YouTube page was where do you see this podcast going you kind of just answered that for me I'm very much the same I think that when you're starting a podcast like we started and we were eager to talk to each other but also oh we're gonna get guests and all these things try and pitch to anyone hey do you want to come on our podcast it hasn't started yet <laughs> but it's gonna be funny we sit in a closet yeah. um, it's really hot <laughs> the mic is currently in shipping uh it should be delivered sometime in about 10 days it's gonna be great <laughs> gonna be incredible i think there's room for three if we squish in the closet <laughs> <laughs> and also just like there's something that comes with people People were seeing that we've put time and effort into this podcast and we care about it before they give us our time or their time because their time is valuable. And if we're going to ask a guest that probably gets asked to do all sorts of things, um, some of the names that I'm thinking of at the top of my head that will be coming on shortly, um, if they're going to take that time for us, it's like, oh, this is so fun. We get to sit in a closet and talk to each other even if 10 people listen that's great but if we had uh, 50 episodes where only 10 people listen yeah. does a guest really want to come and sit and talk probably to not. us probably not do they not. still probably not <laughs> like they want to know that coming and giving us um, not only their time but emotional effort because realistically what they're going to be talking about it might be emotional it might be a little bit draining yeah um they're well, giving us will be draining <laughs> let me tell you that we can promise yeah. you we will drain your emotional one energy. thing you're gonna be drained <laughs> Um, they want to know that um, they're hopefully putting a story out to people that are going to get to hear it yeah. and then be able to relate to it or whatever it is. So. And also, like, trying to convince somebody that this is, like, something that we see carrying on when you have, like, eight episodes under your mm-hmm. belt. Like, we could have just given up. Now, bitch, yeah. it's been over a year yeah. of this fuckery. It's so true. <laughs> so. It's so true. It's like, no, we're serious about this. We're serious about you sharing on our podcast and, like, respecting your time. Yeah. And there's people that want to listen to it. And, like, it's, like, been such a positive community as well. Yeah. So we can, like, relay that like hey yeah. look you won't get yeah picked apart for well, besides us. Yeah, besides <laughs> us yeah so that's another thing that we would love to hear from you if you have any guests that you want to see on please tag them on our instagram totally. page once again at i can explain podcast and just say oh you know i love this person because xyz and i I would love to see them on your podcast because we're definitely excited to have more people from the LGBTQ plus community come on our podcast. We've had two guests already. We had Jane Smoker, who is a drag queen in Vancouver. Um, if you want to go back and listen to that, we also had um, Elena Joy, Miss Fender, come on and talk about her bisexual experience. So we've had a couple, but we're excited to have many more and be able to share more stories through this platform that aren't just our experiences. Because yeah, we're all tired of those. <laughs> <laughs> Us included, yeah. honestly. Like, for real. Um, okay, like, you... We kind of just, like, answered so many of these questions. They just kind of ran into each other, which was really... That's exciting. Really incredible and organic, and I'm kind of turned on by Absolutely. It. Okay, well, so you're on the game road. <laughs> But I might be able to pull up a couple more here, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. Um, <laughs> okay. Someone asked, <laughs> no, I'm... what is your podcast called? <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's tagged, referenced, everything. They're still like, okay, but give me okay, the tea. That's the tea, though. <laughs> and also, how are they going to find it to you the answer? <laughs> We love that. Oh, Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> That's 
<laughs> You're like, Brie Williamson asked. <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. Okay. Advice on starting a podcast. I think we've had this. Don't. Be- <laughs> yeah. Get out. Get out. Run. Um, I think we've had this question before, or okay. like some, uh, you <laughs> wouldn't know. <laughs> um, and I think that my answer was and still will be that like you just have to do it yeah like honestly if you have an idea even if it's gonna get a lot of listens or it's not gonna Mm -hmm. get a lot of listens like if you have an idea and you think that that's gonna be a fun experience for you or it's like something that you enjoy talking about even if it gets no listens it's fun it's therapeutic it's enjoyable Mm -hmm. like just making content even if it's for yourself totally is awesome Mm -hmm. so just fucking do it i think if anything that's the place you should come from like when we started it was at my youtube channel was at like i think that if you come to making content from a place of i'm doing this because i enjoy it and then like the numbers come as a secondary thing and that's like just an exciting bonus if it happens um then that's when it's going to be more authentic and organic so you know just go for it yeah we're literally sitting in a closet with, I'm sweating myself tan off right now. Like, it's it's fun, With though. one mic. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, like, this isn't a high, like, I wish I had a list of, like, make sure you have a soundproof room and you have all this audio, like, remixing equipment. No, we, li- we literally record on GarageBand yeah. in a closet. Yeah. So you can, you you can, can start it. anywhere. I think it was, yeah. is, is he, like... It's is it ancient Greece. Um, <laughs> what, you the know times that, we're living in with no, our technology? Um, I think it was Nike. Oh. Just do it, yeah. Oh, right, okay, Greek. Yeah. Like you know what? Like that might be Bree's quote of them. <laughs> I think I actually invented that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you just have so many goddamn quotes. <laughs> I have two questions that we got on our uh, Instagram okay. that aren't about us specifically. They're more like kind of just uh, questions. Okay. Uh, Inquisitions. Mm-hmm. Is that the right way to use that word? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it is now. Yeah. Um, the first was. <clears throat> Um, how to deal, which I don't really know how I feel, not how I feel about this question, that sounds bad. Uh, I'll just ask it, then we can, then we can talk. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, how to deal with your family when you've come out as bisexual, but they tell you to not tell anyone unless you have a same-sex partner. Oh. Which I was like, ah. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll speak from... We obviously can't speak to it because mm-hmm. we are not bisexual. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I'll speak from my experience, or not my experience, I'll speak from my friend Elena's experience, who, once you get, once again to that person asking that question, I would recommend going and listening to our episode that we did with Miss Fender as a guest. Um, you can also check her out on Inst- uh, Instagram and YouTube, Miss Fender, pretty much anywhere. Um... For her, she was in, when she came out, um, she was in a long-term relationship with her current boyfriend. And um, she was kind of like, when she first realized she was bisexual, she said it was the first time she heard the word. And she was like, oh my God, that's me. And um, the first thought was, okay, well, I don't need to kind of come out because why do I need to? I'm with a male and, you know, I'm present, why make my life more difficult, right? And these are her words. And she kept it to herself for a couple of years. And then eventually she just realized, like, no, like, this is important to me. Um, this label, if you will, is important to me or presenting myself this way is important to me because by not being 
um, out about it that I'm not presenting as queer, which was an important part of her identity to herself. Absolutely. Um, and people <clears throat> were basically like, because she was passing as heterosexual, that part of her was being stripped away. So she came out, and um, that did not change in any way the fact that she's still with that same boyfriend and um, has been for a long time and intends to for like the long term future. But it was just important for her to have that identity out there. So I think it's the same thing as I wouldn't just because I wasn't dating a girl not have come out yeah. as being gay. Like I could have um the same argument could go to someone that didn't have a current girlfriend. It's like, well, wait till it's necessary. Just, wait till you've gone gay. Y- you know? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that it's dependent on the person. For some people, they might decide that having that identity out there is not necessarily important to them. And maybe the label's not important and they just want to live their life day to day. And it's not a stressing issue because it's not a stressing issue, a pressing issue because it's not affecting their day to day routine and life with their current partner um and then for other people like elena it was extremely important for people to know her identity and validate it yeah um so i don't think that you should ever take advice from external people on something like that you should do what's important to you um no matter what uh part of the lgbtq plus community you are um if if labeling yourself or putting an identity out there for the world to hear it is important to you, do it. If it's not, then the, all the power to you. But yeah. I don't think listening to parents or teachers to- or anything is... And it's also like through friends that are bisexual and through Elena and people that I've talked to, like bi erasure is like a very oh, real yeah. thing. And one of my friends recently came out as bisexual mm-hmm. and she I was... she saw it. <laughs> mm, I don't know. You're wrong. <laughs> She is hot. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, she was... I forget what we were talking about. I can't say it verbatim. Mm-hmm. It was like something... We were talking about Pride or like a queer women event or something. And she like genuinely asked... I forget what exactly was said, mm-hmm. but it was something along the lines of like, can I do this if I haven't dated a woman? Like, can I can right. I put myself... Like, can I go to Pride? Or It was something along those lines. Which is so sad to me. But totally. And... It's like, well, of course, like that is your identity. Like, don't let anybody Mm -hmm. stuff it down. Mm -hmm. Like, that is who you are. Like, it's it's easy to say, like, be loud and proud because I'm out. But with your family, like if you are comfortable with your family having an open and honest conversation about like, this is who you are. It doesn't matter. You don't have to prove it to them. No. And also like that for your mental health, like it would be lovely if they understood (laughs) that this is who you are. Mm -hmm. That's my advice. (laughs) Speaking to that a couple years ago, I had a friend that wanted to come and she had a boyfriend and she literally said to me, I'm nervous about coming and meeting all your friends because if they ask if I'm single or not and I say no then they're gonna say where's your girlfriend and when I say oh my boyfriend's at home they're gonna think that I'm a straight girl tagging along to the party when I'm bisexual right which is also fine which is 
<laughs> which yeah would also be fine but it's just so fucked up to me that like that would be a fear yeah. because bio erasure is such a real thing so I totally understand why it's important for someone just because they're presenting in a heterosexual relationship you're not in a heterosexual relationship maybe your partner's heterosexual yeah. but you're bisexual so if it's important Honey, for people it's to it's queer hear, all around mm-hmm. through and through Hell yeah. okay the last question I got okay. <clears throat> um, we got more questions but we're running out of time yeah um, our manager's it. knocking yeah, at the door Jesus. okay I know she's annoying I get it <laughs> The sound booth booking is up. He's trying to get me out before I, you know, <laughs> can't handle it anymore. Um, no, it was, um, what is your explanation of young lesbians having long hair and makeup versus older lesbians having no makeup and short hair? Which I was like, what? that's a wild ride. <laughs> okay. Like- In, I guess, generally speaking, why... Okay. I I had a thought about it when I got it. Okay. Without offending the person asking, sorry. Go for it. They are offended. I don't mean to offend you. But to me, that's like not true at all. Right. I think that's the way, honestly, it's presented in the media. Yeah. I think that usually when you see on a TV show a young lesbian, she usually looks femme and she's usually like presented as this feminine, um, what you might consider quote unquote heterosexual looking person who dates another feminine in the fucking blue bloods workplace. Um, and when you see... Uh, I was like, is that a Jeffree Star pattern? <laughs> It is. Oh my god, fuck. I was thinking of the TV show. Um, But um, when you see an older lesbian represented, they typically tend to hire, um, yeah, like one of those more stereotypical butch looking, shorter hair. Like, all you have to do is watch Orange is the New Black. All the, all the, like, young ones in the jail are like long hair and makeup and like blah, blah, blah. And then they have like the comedic relief from the old butch lesbian in the corner. So, I don't know if the perception is from that, from seeing representation on TVs and movies, which I think is extraordinarily flawed. And that's not that person's fault. It's that the casting's Absolutely. off. Yeah. But I know just as many, like, I have plenty of lesbian friends that are in their 40s and 50s, and they have long hair and they wear makeup. And I have plenty of friends that are my age and they don't wear makeup and they have short hair or one or the other Uh, it's like when I read it I was like first of all it's like obviously like a boxed in stereotype absolutely the only thing that I I was like if there's any truth to Mm -hmm. it I don't I don't know I didn't know a lot of yeah like I it's I've seen every type of gay Uh lesbian that I can't really box it but obviously this person was asking because they felt that this was something that was happening. Yeah. The only, like, way that I, if there was truth behind this, could rationalize it is, like, I also think that when you are younger, like, young, like, yeah. when you're coming out, mm-hmm. we've talked about before that you um, try to keep a foot in both kind of communities, you right. know? Like, you want to remain seeming femme because that's what, like, the girls your age are usually doing. You right. don't want to be distinctly labeled as, like, the out Looking lesbian. Butch, that's right. literally the only thing that yeah. I was like, okay, I could see that Yeah, and I could it. see that for some people, but, like, y- the thought with that is that there's people that that's just the way they want to look. Absolutely. Right? And no, they're it's, just it's super all, it's feminine. very right? hard to, um... Uh, yeah. I think wrangle that, up with a lasso. I think for me, that comes from 
problematic media and representation. Like, yeah, I agree honestly, completely. like, I think that's where it comes down to. And I don't think it's the person who asks fault of, like, I think that that is what is represented. Totally. Like, you see older lesbians on TV, even like Ellen and all these people, like, with shorter hair and whatever. But there's both, you know, and it's just maybe who's not being cast. Yeah. Um, and. I think that a lot of people that are older that don't look like that get questioned. If also, they are. I'm going to say something really problematic, yeah. but here we go. Okay. I also think that in terms of the casting, it mm-hmm. also deals with that as problematic as it is, if a lesbian character is in a show that's not specifically for queer people, it is almost like oh, like yeah. straight baiting. Oh, like, yeah. oh, there's a lesbian. Oh, yeah. So they cast her as yep. a beautiful girl, long no, hair, yeah, makeup. No, I don't think that's problematic at all. Oh, okay. I think that they have like a young Hollywood star and they're like, you know what we're missing? A lesbian. Yeah. You're a lesbian now and where's another hot person we can put on this that and will relate like, to... A guy's gonna think people. this is great yeah, too. Yeah, they're gonna think it's So hot. it's like, yeah. So, yeah, I I think that it's not a good representation of the community. Like, all you have to do is walk into a queer women's space to know that young, old, whatever it is, does not affect the way that people are wearing makeup or cutting their hair. It's just like a personal expression for any different age. Um, And I don't think it has any correlation to like age. No, no, I thought it was. I thought it was an interesting question though. No, I I do think it's interesting. Obviously, that is a perception that. Mm-hmm. This person and I think other people other do. people have yeah like I've heard it before and I think that it's just it points out a problem of representation absolutely honestly yeah it usually comes back to that <laughs> here we go again at the representation yeah so true so yeah. true okay well that was episode fifty oh my god yeah I almost shook your hand <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> you know let's do it you know sticking your hand is it's always self tanner oh great perfect I'm so tired love it fuck um for the people what brand is self tanner do you use um I use uh-huh. Luna Bronze I've heard is really I don't good. know what that is mm. I use Tarte mm, okay mm-hmm. work yep Never use self tanner, but just for the people listening, if well, you're some of us aren't beautiful, Brie. Yeah, so avoid tart because I'm looking at Sean right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. My favorite part about self tanning is when you smell like, like cat pee and like old cereal. <laughs> oh, good. Like, okay. So tart's like, great, right? No, but they, it's all it's like the D. Mm. DHT or there's like a chemical it. that yeah. they're like oh it smells like coconut and then like a day later you're like no that's old cereal <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody leave a, a bowl of like <laughs> Kellogg's out <laughs> I can't wait for episode 51 self tanning <laughs> as a gay oh my god okay on that note thank you so much for listening wherever you're listening please as we mentioned before give us a follow or uh, subscribe whatever the button says wherever you're listening it really means a lot to us it helps our podcast show up in more places um the other things you can do to help us out and get us more listeners is tell your friends and also share us on social media um we really really appreciate that it really helps us out and we will share your share we will (laughs) yes or and respond and all of that good stuff it really makes our day um you can tag us on instagram at i can explain podcast or personally at sean.lusk and at brianne williamson and we'll keep an eye out for uh questions for our 60th episode and also 
if you're listening, there will be a photo on our Instagram page celebrating the 50th episode. So please do comment on that and let us know how long you've been listening or how many episodes you listened to. Maybe let us know what your favorite was. Or what you want to hear. Yeah, what you want to hear. Just all those points, please. Write an essay. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, I will accept um, point form. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we will see, see you around the, the neighborhood. <laughs> I had a burp for like oh the last God. half an hour. <laughs>